0: Welcome to Shelf Logic, the official podcast of the Maricopa County Library District. Welcome back to Stone Zone, everyone. Today we're going to review the live album, Grr. So this album. Is from a 2012 concert. This was part of the 50th uh, reunion tour. They brought back Mick Taylor, Bill Wyman, lots of special guests on this show, which was recorded in New Jersey. Uh, I believe it was at the Meadowlands. The Stones live shows have really gotten technically a a lot better over the years. Uh, They've just invested a lot of, of time and money and effort uh, into the the live stage shows. The sound is really excellent, it's just big. And I mean, let's admit that the stones have become tighter and tighter uh, through the years and this show proves it. So let's just get right into the tracks here. So they started off this uh, this set list. Uh, they, they started off with Get Off My Cloud. Get Off My Cloud was never, uh, I was never a big fan of the song. It's okay. It was actually written in haste. It's a follow-up to Satisfaction. I found it a curious choice for the opener, but I like this version and better than any other extant version. It's well played. Uh, the backup vocals And this is one of the reasons that the Stones live show is so good. A lot of the people they've brought in um, are just really cream of the crop. And uh, the backup vocalists are great. And they do a great job on on this Get Off My Cloud opener. And uh, I noticed listening to this version that Mick has updated his lyrics over the years. And I like the way he does it. I've noticed on several songs, he does it on Wild Horses, he does it on Star Star, to really great effect um, if you're listening closely. He, uh, he tweaks the lyrics and it's usually in a very humorous way. Uh, after that, they play The Last Time. This is a, a bouncy early career hit for the Stones. Uh, this is cleaned up nicely in concert. However, for me, given the deep and rich catalog of work the Stones have created, I would not have included it on the set list if I had my preferences. Although, I mean, considering they've been, they've been touring for 60 years and they rarely play it, it's, it is cool to just hear a live version of it. Then they come out with It's Only Rock and Roll. Now the version presented here is clean, it's smooth, it grooves okay, but this song is just so overplayed by now that I no longer like it. Next is Painted Black. It's one of the great anthems of pop music. I read that it is the Stones greatest selling single ahead of satisfaction. And this version does not disappoint. However, it's similar to the other live Stones versions previously released. After that, they do Gimme Shelter with a guest appearance by Lady Gaga. Now when Martin Scorsese released the Stones rockumentary, Shine a Light in 2008, Mick Jagger joked, I think this is his first movie that doesn't have Gimme Shelter in it. I know, I get it, that fans want to hear this song played at every concert, however, this version with Lady Gaga adds nothing that hasn't been heard before. Next is Wild Horses. Now outside of the album Stripped, which was the Stones' answer to the MTV Unplugged series, if you remember that. There aren't a whole lot of live versions of Wild Horses Extant. This one is satisfying, if not as much as the stripped version. Next up, they do an old blues song called, I'm Going Down, written by Don Nix, I think sometime around 1970. It sounds fresh here. uh, There are guest stars on this. It's John Mayer and Gary Clark Jr. It sounds like something we haven't heard before because for a lot of people we haven't. And uh, it is a welcome addition to this set. The next song is Dead Flowers. It's always nice to hear a live version of this song. And the song Dead Flowers has slowly gained a almost a cult-like status over its 50 year lifespan. While it's not this song's first live release, this song is definitely not overplayed and this version serves its audience with a nice solo by Ronnie. Next they do the Bo Diddley classic, Who Do You Love? with a guest appearance by the Black Keys. This may be my favorite song on Gur Live. Ironically, it earns distinction from ed- every other version of this Bo Diddley classic by not employing the signature Bo Diddley beat. Mix swaps and joins verses with the black keys and it has an old timey feel that gives a sense of authenticity. Next up is Doom and Gloom. Uh, one of the many overlooked stones anthems. This was released as a single in 2012, so it's relatively new in the Stones' oeuvre. Some nice spooky sound effects are used here. This is a great, fun, ver. I've never heard a bad version or any, a version of this song that I didn't like, but this is a fun version, if not quite as effective as the version released on the Hyde Park album, which is my favorite. Then comes a song called One More Shot. Drawing on the same opening riff as Street Fighting Man and How I Wish, One More Shot has tangible hooks but never attained the same authentic status as the other two songs. It's a catchy song, but one that failed to reach the lofty potential it alludes to. Let's just say this live version is forgettable. Next is Miss You. I like this version on the Gurr Live album, both for its silky delivery and for the bass solo afforded Daryl Jones. These elements set it apart from other live versions. And as a bonus, dig the raunchy Bobby Keys sax solo. Next is Honky Tonk Women. If you think the world did not need another live version of Honky Tonk Women, you may be right. However, this one does groove right in the pocket, delivering Stone-style satisfaction. And that brings us to the conclusion of the first CD. CD two starts out with the band introductions, which is always fun. And then we go into Keith Richards' set, his vocal set, which is two songs. The first one is Before They Make Me Run. This is one of Keith's signature tunes. It's surprising that there aren't more live versions of this considering all of the live Stones albums. Ronnie shines on steel pedal solo. There are some judicious background vocals and Keith is right in the pocket. After that, he does Happy, Keith and Charlie plus Ronnie on Slide buoyed by a horn section that could shake the walls of Jericho, ride Keith's vocal set like a village-sized magic carpet. Then they bring out Mick Taylor, an old band member, for Midnight Rambler. This song was composed in South America as a slow blues for what became the Let It Bleed album. And then the song transformed into an outrageous Rolling Stones guitar, opera, in four movements when played live with Mick Taylor in 1969. If you listen to only one song on this album or only one live Rolling Stones song in your lifetime, Let it be this juggernaut. It's five dirty decades in the making. After that, it's Start Me Up. Considering how often the studio version of this song from the Tattoo You album is overplayed, this song should have become cliche by now, but somehow the Stones transform this anthem into its show-stopping potential when they play it live. The sound is big. The mix is great and the tempo glides into fully realized rock and roll glory. Then they bring out Bruce Springsteen to guest on Tumblin' Dice. Mick and Bruce trade verses, Ronnie and Bruce trade guitar solos, and then Bobby Keys leads the band down and out of one of the grooviest tracks ever created. Next they do Brown Sugar. Even without any four-letter words this iconic song drips with interracial sex and sounds so dirty that it could be rated X. In fact this was one of its last live performances before the Stones removed it from the set list. You can swagger to it all you want here. After that, it's Sympathy for the Devil. Always a crowd favorite, but I've thought for years now, for decades, someone should tell Mick to leave the introductory woo woos to the backup vocalists. Otherwise, this version has a very good sound and a respectable performance. After that, it's You Can't Always Get What You Want. Now, this. They brought out, on this uh, tour, they brought out uh, live choral singers to do the introduction, the iconic introduction that uh, I'm sure you're aware of if you've listened to the radio at all in the last 50 years. And there's a very nice choral arrangement by the choir of Trinity, Wall Street here. Some tasty licks from Chuck Lavelle on keyboards. My complaint about this song, kind of similar to what I said about Mick on Sympathy for the Devil, Charlie has never mastered Jimmy Miller's drum beat. Jimmy Miller was uh, Stone's producer when they recorded You Can't Always Get What You Want in the Studio. And he was also a drummer and he sat in and he played drums on the original version of You Can't Always Get What You Want. Uh, Of course, he never played it live. Charlie always plays it live, but there's a special beat, and that's what gives the song its swing. Um, Like halfway, maybe two-thirds into the song, it kind of picks up and changes beat. And that kind of gives the song its magic and Charlie never mastered it, and I never liked what he did to it. He did, he tried to change the beat. He does change the beat midway through, but he does this like double time beat instead of this offbeat thing, and it just doesn't, doesn't come close to the original. After that are the two encore songs. There's Jumpin' Jack Flash, which has got A nice big outro groove, even if it's the whole song is a cliché. They should have brought out Mick Taylor for this one, uh, because he was there. Yeah, and kind of to go with what I was saying from the last two songs, Mick on Sympathy and Charlie on You Can't Always Get What You Want. Ronnie just... if you ever heard a live version of Jumpin' Jack Flash with Mick Taylor? you would be astonished. I mean, it's just unbelievable what he does. And then the last encore that they do on Gurr Live is Satisfaction. Now, there are certain Stones anthems that fans would be disappointed if they weren't played at every concert. Honky Tonk Women, Sympathy, Start Me Up, Jumpin' Jack Flash, Brown sugar, tumbling dice, miss you, etc. Some of them work very nicely. Satisfaction isn't one of them. The studio version is light years ahead of the live ones, especially the ones that are post-McTaylor era. I sense this song is just checking a box. Yeah, it's a it's a solid album. It's a a, a good album. Uh, there's a lot that I would have cut out of this, a lot of redundant stuff, um, some stuff that's adds nothing new, um, they probably could have made one really special album out of this instead of making it a two CD set. Uh, but that said, uh, it's great music, it's big, powerful music. Uh, And if you like the Stones, this is a fun album. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you again next time on Stone Zone. Thank you for listening to Shelf Logic. Make sure to hit subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Follow us on social media where we are at MCLDAZ.